Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, all about movies. And today, my guest is award-winning documentary film producer, Spencer Proffer. Welcome back to the show, Spencer. Thanks, Jan. Good to see you again. Oh, it's and good I, to see you. Move from back east to Santa Barbara is a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I'm loving Santa Barbara. Just loving it. It's it's a great place. We're going to talk about your new... You have so many things going on, so it's a question of where we start. But the most important one is your new documentary, American Pie, The Day the Music Died. And I want to tell you, I, I couldn't stop singing that song. It was an earworm last night going over. It still is this morning, too. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful documentary. It really is, Spencer. You've done a fabulous job with it. So our audience knows, I mean, they should know, but uh, tell the audience a little bit about what American Pie, The Day the Music Died, is all about. Well, what it's about is a song that's permeated pop culture from the time that Don McLean wrote it brilliantly when he was coming up in the early 70s, and it stuck around, and it has been a number one song and sold over 50 million copies around the world because it's touched people's hearts, souls, and curiosity. And what we've done with Don's complicity and blessing and the help of a whole good team that I've put together from his manager to the team that I use on my work. We're really taking a journey into how the song has touched people's minds, hearts, and souls. There's some reveals to what Don meant when he talked about the jester, when he talked about the king, the crown, all these things that I'm not going to reveal on this interview, but you need to tune to my partners at Paramount Plus, who are the most fantastic streaming company I've ever worked with, and you can find out uh, July 19th, Paramount Plus. Dial in and subscribe. Yes, definitely. I don't work for them, and I don't have enough stock, but I'm saying it out of my heart. Well, good, because I was always, I was going to ask, where can people watch this? Now we know. But we'll repeat that again towards the end of the interview so people know where they can watch this. Wonderful. Well, they can see it, by the way, Jan, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but they can actually see it a little before because we're doing a two-night event at National Amusement Theaters three or four days before we premiered at Paramount Plus, and we're doing a Academy Golden Globe Award run in theaters. I think it's July 8th through the 14th. So we're going to go that, the um, National Amusements event nights, and then Paramount Plus is going to do day and date about 20, 25 countries around the world. I'm very proud of the way that everybody has coalesced. I give Bruce Gilmer and his team, he's president of music at uh, Paramount and Viacom, a tremendous amount of props and kudos for helping me put this all together. It's amazing how you're rolling this out. It's just a, a phenomenal way that you're doing this. It's a little different than most people would roll out a documentary. So kudos to you. And that's because you're a game changer in this industry. Uh, You do things very differently. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, I just care a lot. I grew up as a poor kid. God bless Clive Davis hired me out of law school to work for him. I learned a lot, ran a couple of companies and being on the street, raising my two kids, one of which Sterling is a co-producer and he's a brilliant millennial marketing exec. He helped on the ground floor of Vice Media and for 35, he knows more than I'll ever know about marketing. And Bethany Claypool, my head of marketing, used to be at Fathom for 13 years. She really knows her way around. And the Paramount Plus people are just 
just spectacular to work with because they work through all their platforms over at Viacom, which is CBS, Paramount, MTV, VH1, CMT. What a fantastic team who really understand music. So this was the natural place to take an iconic song that is an icon of pop music, American Pie, and have them be the ones to bring it to the world. And how did you come to this project? Through people who knew people who knew people. Isn't that the way it always is, right? Uh, Yeah, but I met uh, Don's manager who really knows what he's doing. His name is Kurt Webster. And I said, I was interested in doing, taking a look at the journey of the song. Uh, From then till now, we have three different new versions of the song by young people. Jade Bird is a fantastic four-year-old singer that we got um, Lady Gaga and Brandi Carlos producer, Ed Cobb, to produce that. We have a Spanish-language version done by Mafio and Giancarlo who have well over six figures of socials. Actually, Jen Carlson is Instagram, I think, or I don't know if it's Facebook, Twitter, millions of followers. So they're going to take it out to the Latino markets and MTV Latin is a big initiative within the Viacom group. All of these things coalesce and work together. And to me, I just love to gloat. I'm very proud to make Don proud because Don is the poet. Don is a brilliant, brilliant talent who has not lost an inch of his talent today, 50 years later. No, and he just won another award. I just got a press release this morning. Uh, he just received the, oh, what, is, what is it? I wrote it down. It's the Multi-Platinum Award for American Pie from Universal Music Canada. And then he also got a Platinum Award for Vincent from uh, Universal Music Canada. That, you know, every I keep getting press releases almost a weekly basis about another award that Don McLean has received for American Pie. It's just amazing. Oh, well and Vincent, yes. well, I have a book division, and we've done an illustrated children's book that is just fantastic. It's almost a prequel to the inspiration behind American Pie, and it teaches kids about hope, faith, and inspiration and friendship, and we're going to start the Vincent book. Because that, that, to me, is one of the greatest poems and songs in pop culture history. So I give a lot of kudos. I'm very proud to know Don and be next to him because he wrote these things. My job is to help get it to the next stage. And believe me, between Ed Sheeran and Josh Groban, people who've covered Vincent, boy, oh boy, were those good. But American Pie, Garth Brooks has probably paid more homage to that song than any living artist other than Don. And he is front and center in our doc too. And Garth is one of the best artists that has ever touched music. So you put it all together, tune into Paramount Plus and watch it. For sure, for sure. You know, the Vincent Van Gogh exhibit is uh, going is, is here at our Santa Barbara Art Museum right now, and I've, I've gone to see it. It's it's amazing. It really is amazing. It's so. immersive. It's fantastic. And we're hoping to integrate our Vincent Children's book with that next year. But let's talk about American Pie. I was just going to say, let's go back to American Pie, because you have a book out for American Pie also. So let's talk about that. An illustrated children's book. I can even, for your viewers, hold up the cover. Yay! <laughs> there it is. And it's I'm very, great. very proud to say it's uh, Don has blessed us with the ability to go into his heart, his soul, his mind to find out what he was like as a paper boy growing up in New Rochelle. You see that in our dock. But then you actually see the journey of the song in our dock and the spirit in the book. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty cool. And how did you get Peter Gallagher to be the narrator for this children's book? 
Gallagher
but this song has kept their 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 um, spirits alive all these years too, and that's what's really the testament to this, you know, too that he's helped keep them alive. They might have just been a footnote in music history, perhaps, had it not been for the song. Well, that's why we decided with Don's blessing not to call it American Pie, but to call this the day the music died, because that being the title is truly a testament to it was. But the song is not; it's a tribute to Buddy holly but it's not about buddy holly if you listen to eight minutes we're not doing eight minutes of a buddy holly tribute it's a whole journey that you take you listen to the lyric you hear it you might interpret it differently than somebody in tuscaloosa and somebody in saigon but the bottom line is it will touch everybody's soul because there's something in it for everybody and you see that in our film right you definitely do let's talk about so richie haven's sister um is in this um talk a little about that meeting that they had um richie's i wasn't there it was in clear lake iowa which is where the surf ballroom is located surf ballroom was the last place that buddy played and adjacent to the surf ballroom is the field of dreams that i think costner who is brilliant the yellowstone is one of the best shows mm-hmm. on TV, again, through the Paramount family. Um, But that's where the plane crashed. And so that's where Connie Valens lives, and that's where Don McLean played a tribute concert just recently for the 50th anniversary. So they met and what you see in our film is a result of that meeting, which is very poignant and very heartfelt and very pure. Yeah, it really is. It's very touching, you know, that meeting in there. There's so many wonderful things in this film. Um, as you say, you have Garth Brooks, um, you've got John Mayer, you've got Bon Jovi, you've got Madonna, uh, and the list goes on and on of all the different artists who have covered the song. Um, and, well, and- I'm, I'm very proud of the new young artist. Willa Amai is a 17-year-old new artist that is produced by Linda Perry. She's in the film. Jade Bird is fantastic. She is the next-gen superstar. She does a great cover. It's coming out as a single through Glassnote, I think on June 3rd. In many countries around the world, Glassnote is a great independent label that has, I think, Phoenix and Mumford & Sons, and Jade is busting out. And then the Spanish-language version by Mafio and Jen Carlos. It's just great. It's it's kind of reggae-tinged, but it shows that this song can be dressed up many suits of colors you know many suits of clothes and many colors to to permeate yes it definitely can be let's talk a little bit about the um what was it called the lip dub the lip dub (laughs) the lip dub i've never heard that expression before so is that i I, I never heard that before this okay good i'm not the only one then all right let's talk about that i never even knew what it was until i think it was kurt um don's uh, manager actually and don said you know in 2012 the city of grand rapids was having some pr issues and they felt that the song permeated the spirit of the unity of the city so like the opening scene in la la land but this happened eight years Years before that, the entire town congregated under the production auspices of a couple of Rob Bliss and um, Scott and a couple of uh, very visionary young guys, and they got 5,000 people going through the streets of the city singing American Pie, filming it, and there's firemen, there's Indians, there's doctors, there's lawyers, and it really shows the applicability of the song to a community and to a culture, and they filmed that, and I think they got millions of YouTube views, probably the 
most successful aggregation of people singing a song mm-hmm. in a city, and that's part and parcel in our film. And the a young group called Home Free, that's an a cappella group, actually talks about that and how they did it, a cappella version, new version with Don as well, which is featured. So it just shows the many different faces of right. this song, which is fantastic. It is fantastic. And you and you're now working on a Broadway show also about this song? Yeah. We have plans to I'm working with two very seasoned, experienced Broadway impresarios and producers, Corey Brunish and Russell Miller. And once this thing gets out, when Don comes back from his world tour, we are going to develop this doc and bring it forward into the stage with some more original songs from Don. Yeah. Wonderful. I can't wait to see that. I want to come to the opening for sure, Spencer. It's going to be a couple of years, so just stay healthy. All right. <laughs> Definitely, too. Well, listen, I think you're the busiest working man in Hollywood right now, so you've got some other amazing projects going on also. can we? Let's talk a little bit. Can we talk about You can tell me what you can tell me. I know some things are highly well, I, secret about... <laughs> your Elvis Presley project. Anyone who reads and is internet savvy can go to my company's site, Meteor 17, www.meteor17. Proud of that company and my people there. But uh, we're in production. Uh, Thank you, Steve Bender, who is the visionary director who helped bring Elvis's career to the, another level when he directed the comeback special, the infamous NBC comeback special. We are making a documentary for my friends at Paramount Plus on the making of that, bringing Steve's book that he wrote about it to life. Baz Luhrmann graced us with the foreword to the book and his movie, Steve, acted as a consultant to his film, which Warner Brothers is putting out on June 24th. And we're putting all of this together as the next project on the heels of American Pie and the day that music died. Very proud of that. John Scheinfeld, who directed, excuse me, my John Coltrane film. Right. I've had John on the show before. I've had John on the show. Yeah, when he... uh, John's a fantastic director. He's great. I had him on for the Sergio Mendez documentary that he did, and I had Sergio on with him. So that was a, yeah, wonderful interview. And actually, I met them at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, and uh, they put on a show. Well, John didn't put on the show, but (laughs) Sergio Mendez put on a show for us. Well, see, Dave Harding, who worked with me as a producer, on this film has been working with John for over five years. They, he worked on my Coltrane film. They worked right. on the Hope You Dance film that I made with yes. Maya Angelou, Brian Wilson, and Graham Nash. So I'm, I'm a big believer in people who like each other, trust each other, and are really talented. Work together. You stay together. I think right. Scorsese's had the same. Thelma Schumacher, editor for all of his films. Steven Spielberg has used John Williams to score his films through all of his great history. So I'm also a believer. You find a team that works that like and respect each other, and you got each other's backs. And that's what we've done here. And we've had a lot of support from Don and his manager, and in particular from the people at Viacom and Paramount Plus. Bruce Gilmer is the EP of this film. He's the president of music at the studio there. And just fantastic people to work with on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. And, you know, well, we have the new Elvis movie um, opening up. I think it's going to be at the Cannes Film Festival, if I'm not mistaken. 
And there's already Oscar buzz about the Elvis, um, the Baz Luhrmann uh, film about Elvis and the young. That's not ours. Ours is a cousin. Right. Ours- I understand that, but it's going to. It's nice to have you know if that's the conversation that people start having about Elvis, and then your documentary comes in I'm after that. It next year, absolutely. Yeah, it be, it's perfect. It's just you know perfect timing again. Yeah. I can't say that there's not an accident here because there's not. It's by design. I'm, I, I can tell you, I'm working on a Stephen Schwartz journey documentary. Stephen wrote Wicked, Godspell, mm. Pippin, and Universal is making a uh, double feature of Wicked, starring Cynthia Revo and Ariana Grande. Oh wow! And Stephen has blessed me with the right to be his partner to, to talk about his journey, not just Wicked, but Godspell, Prince of Egypt, Pocahontas, a lot of his work. But that's in the oven, and I'm really just proud to be next to visionary talent, be it Steve Bender, be it Don McLean, be it, you know, lots of others, because I kind of am a fan of their work. Well, I think they're a fan of your work, too, because, you know, well, it's... my job is to bring their work forward. It has been. I'm just looking at it through a different lens. Now that I'm older, I got glasses. <laughs> I can see clearer now. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? Oh, you got glasses, so it's all right. Hey, I notice in the background uh, that you have some African, it looks like African mask from here. Uh, and you, I know you have a connection with uh, Johannesburg. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you're doing over there? Well, I'm a big, big fan of African culture, a big believer in uh, the Mandela anti-apartheid struggle. Yes. In 1997, I quarterbacked the music for Showtime to a movie called Mandela and Clerk, starring Sidney Poitier and Michael Caine. Wow. And I actually did the score in South Africa in a treehouse in Johannesburg. And I met a lot of wonderful people there. And flash forward to the Coltrane film, one of John's biggest Mm -hmm. albums is called The Blue Train. And there is a blue train, like an Orient Express quality train, going from uh, Pretoria, capital of South Africa, to Cape Town. I premiered our film on The Blue Train. I brought Ronnie Laws, Eloise Laws, and a couple of great jazz artists over. They jammed with some great jazz artists headed by Don Laka, um, who's Hugh Masekela's producer in South Africa. And I set up an office in Johannesburg with a very dear friend of mine. And got, I'm very close to a guy named Papi Molasante. Papi was the chairman of Telecom, which is the AT&T of South Africa. And he's been my consigliere and my guru with all things connected. And we're working with the Mandela Children's Hospital, doing charitable work for them, where Papi helped Nelson Mandela get that going. And I'm producing a number of media projects with some of the leading people of South Africa to bring it forward because I like the concept like Quincy did with China and like Richard Branson has done. I like bringing cultures together. That's why there's a Spanish language version of American Pie. And there will be some South African produced projects that I'm going to bring to America. I I told you South Africa is near and dear to my heart too. So um, yeah, that's wonderful. I love what you're doing. Absolutely love what you're doing. Okay. Before we sadly have to end this conversation, where are just one more time so everybody knows where they can see uh, the day the music died. The day the music died will premiere. I feel like I'm an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> on Paramount Plus on July 19th, and it will probably hit 20 to 30 countries at the same time. But anyone watching or listening to your show, Jan, is probably in America. So watch it on Paramount Plus. Or if you're in the Northeast, go to the National Amusement Theaters because they will do an event night, I believe, on the 14th and 17th of July just to tee it up. 
and I think people will enjoy it. It's not a generic Wikipedia doc. It really has a lot of heart and soul to it. It does. It's 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 wonderful. It's a wonderful documentary. Well, congratulations on it. Yeah, thank you for having me back. And I can't help myself, but once I open my mouth, I keep talking. <laughs> you but make here. You make my job easy. <laughs> I like to part, I like to pass on information because I care about the subject matter of why bother? Why right. do the work if you don't enjoy the process? Exactly, 100%. Well, Spencer, it was such a pleasure having you back on the show and uh, seeing you this time. Last time it was just audio, so it's nice to see you this time. So thank you so much, and I wish you much success with the day the music died. Okay, fingers crossed, but I'm proud. Listen, if it's a noble failure, it'll be that, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, not at all. This thing has a shot of winning awards and doing well for Don and his legacy. I think I so. Think tremendous. I definitely agree. Thank you. If you have missed any of the Jam Price Show's All About Movies, you can go to my website, thejampriceshow.com, where all my shows are archived. And you can also go wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, the iHeart Podcast Network, uh, Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it, we are there. Also go to my YouTube channel. And while you're there, like us and subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Jam Price Show. Thank you all for listening. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies.